0: hey guys what's up mario here and yeah today it's only me there is no crisis so we're gonna keep the trolling to a minimum today episode we're going to talk about something definitely spicy and kinky so if this is not your thing and you're not an adult this is your moment to bail out i wanted to record these. uh podcast for a while because actually it was supposed to be amongst the first 10 uh, episodes to go out but for one reason or another I never really liked uh, the product uh, that they came out with uh, the outcome uh, of uh, the episode so I ended up recording it three four times cancel it every time and you know these uh, manias of uh, perfectionism and things like that. So today's episode is uh, inspired by the Twitter account uh, The Red Quest. This is a gentleman that, uh, across the years, uh, has shown us, uh, first of all, a lot of game theories, uh, but most importantly, he has a free PDF book uh, about uh, sex parties. And my inspiration came from reading this because I don't know how many years old is this book. Actually, I think I took a note about something like that. Uh, it was, like, definitely for sure around five years old. Something like this, five, six, something like that. Uh, Mr. Redquest, please correct me if you hear this. Uh, but it's definitely... It's been around for a while and it's been downloaded quite a few times. So I thought, why not add some principles, some expanding some principles and adding my view as a DOM. And in my years as a DOM, the things I've seen at these parties. So without further ado, uh, what I'm going to do is read some parts of the book that I think are relevant for us. In the um, game community that are important how we can apply it uh, to get uh, more sexual access and uh, define some of the things that uh, perhaps might be a question for the newbies you might not know what the hell is a munch uh, what do you do at king parties etc etc so let's start with this uh, with this um, point uh, I want to talk about the difference between what is a munch, what is a play party, what is a sex party, what is a swingers party. Because all these terms, they refer to different things. Munch usually are meetups uh, in normal clothing, in normal bars, uh, of people that are interested into kinks. They want to find uh, play partners, uh, they want to just find some people to have some fun with. Uh, um, From the outside, uh, you wouldn't guess what's going on or what would be the topic uh, and why these people are meeting. You would think, oh, maybe this is a class of people meeting up. Meanwhile, they're talking about getting tied up and spanked. A play party, it's different. Play parties uh, um, usually are non-sexual. This is where people go there and, I don't know, rope jams come to mind. Uh, People play. Uh, In a consensual way, of course. Always consent. Uh, People play in a consensual safe uh, for whatever could be considered safe. Because there's always a tiny percentage of risk. Uh, And just have fun. I don't know. Maybe you're into ropes. Maybe you're into walks. Maybe you're into impact. Uh, That's your chance to practice. Find someone to practice with. Or used to be practiced so yeah that's it a sex party sex party as the name say the main purpose of this is sexual intercourse plain and simple people go there they're invited it could be a swingers party where you and your couple are invited to exchange you might or you might not exchange but usually organizer they keep a track of how interacting are the couples that they invite. And if you're not really mingling around your first time, you're always excuse, Everybody gets a free pass the first time because it might be your first time swinging. You might not know people. You might not be comfortable and things like this. Sex parties, though, you might go there alone. Uh, if the host invites you is because... Um, you're known uh, for something and you pass some sort of uh, uh, pre-selection test, uh, usually you're required to bring fresh STD checks uh, in order to make sure that everybody is playing is safe. Uh, and yeah, usually you're escorted uh, to this room where there's people already naked and getting on uh, or people are still dressed and getting to know each other till the host uh, decides it's time to crack some... Uh, sex jokes uh, uh sex games uh like um naked twister uh twister was the thing that uh, you had to spin a wheel uh, and you had to put a uh, part of your body usually feet or hands uh, on a shaped uh, um symbol shaped colored symbol oh gosh that was hard like i don't know green circle or um blue diamond and stuff like this and people usually end up naked and playing it and they end up on top of each other and that's the kickstart so with this definition being um, uh, being put there let's start with uh, also some of the notes that i took from the red quest book the first one is there is little reason to read this book if you're not one already getting laid regularly and two Confident in your ability to meet and sleep with new woman or just unusually intellectually curious? Let's be honest. This is when I, when I was reading this, I was thinking, "Huh, that's true." Like, why would you read this? You know, a lot of guys um, have crazy misconceptions about uh, what happens at these areas, uh, at, at these parties. So. And look, man, if you're an incel, if you're not getting laid, these places are not for you. Okay, In my books, uh, um, you might be interested in this, uh, but it might also not be sustainable. And if you don't have this sustainability, it's a little bit of a waste of time, which I'm not into that. So again, why should you be into this if none of the conditions are mentioned? Swingers and king sin are not a shortcut to having real game. They are an extension of, exi- of existing game. And this is so spot on. Because it's crazy how people think, oh, I'm just gonna go there and I'm gonna get laid. Like, they forego all principles of game. Because game is not only tricks and lines. It will be also uh, knowledge of social dynamics, uh, knowledge of female nature, Understanding what is frame, compliance, escalations. Uh, what is basically the reality behind the curtain. Okay? And by not having game, guess what? You're still not going to get access for the places that you think you should have access. Namely, like somebody else pussy. The basic dynamic of sex parties is guys exchanging hot whole woman with the minimal amount of logistical barter. That's it people are very complicated and overthink this you have a hot girl i have a hot girl let's trade the girl obviously has to like the other guy well enough or want to fuck the other girl exchanging value for value is the game so yeah like i said before if you don't have game if you have nothing to offer it's gonna be very hard that you get invited or that you have i don't know usually guys go there because they think they're gonna fuck somebody else's wife and this is very rarely the case. Most of the times these guys end up kicked out of the club because they keep annoying and harassing couples and the wife of the dude without even asking the dude first. And this is a huge red flag, okay? You have these guys going around harassing, oh, yeah, come on, let me suck my cock, please. And this is a... Guys, people, don't be like that guy, okay? This is the most annoying thing. You're going to get kicked out, you're going to get um, blacklisted, and once you get blacklisted, you're done forever. Okay, That's how it works. Uh, sometimes single women comes to sex clubs, and sometimes even single attractive women attend. Many guys will of course decide the single woman for threesome, uh, and guys with some sufficiently high status and good game are more likely to get them. True. So when I was uh, hanging out in um, in this city in Spain and Saturday night was coming out, it was the night of couples and single girls only. So single guys were never allowed. There were like single attractive girls uh, and what they were looking for were attractive couples. So there is little less game involved into this. Uh, game definitely helps frame uh, opening, uh, not sounding off as a creep but if you're already with a hot girl under your arm pretty much the rest is history you know you might get the occasional shit test uh, or you might get the other guy from another couple trying to amog you uh diss you to show his dominance so you have all the tools to handle that and uh, yeah, this is basically like uh, what is the purpose of this uh, logistics? Some guys they are not fine uh, with uh, their girl uh, hanging out with uh, having sexual intercourse with other people, and I understand it because especially these days uh, there is cuckoldry and those kind of things. Uh, but you have to understand, cuckoldry is. Um, uh, the men usually like to be humiliated, okay in seeing their girl getting riled up by another guy. In this case is a fair trade exchange, okay? It's not that oh, I'm gonna stay here in the corner and wait for my girl to be done with. So again, really also depends on your type of relationship because most of guys they claim ownership over a girl after like they been together a couple of times, uh, which to me sounds silly because, first of all, I'm not for a monogamous long-term relationship. And if you think that she's seeing nobody else, uh, which might be the case, but might not be the case, uh, um, I think you're in for a rude awakening. There is this ego thing uh, that the guy thinks he's the only one uh, And he's the alpha male and this girl, I I control her and this and that. And it never works like that. So if this is you, I would encourage to take a step back and think about the situation. Not that I endorse it. Me personally, I don't like to do swinging. It is not for me. It's not something that attracts me. I'm into this game uh, for threesomes and uh, sex orgies, uh, so it's not really uh, my piece of cake. But if it's yours, I- if you're fine with that, uh, if in your relationship you're fine with it as a uh, access to more females, uh, by any means, please go ahead. I see most of um, PUA guys, uh, when I talk about this, uh, they bring up a couple of points. Uh, like, um, usually... PUA people, I call it like that because to me a player is different than a pick-up artist. Pick-up artist is people that, uh, let's say, have less than desirable social skills. Uh, Players are the cool ones. Most of PUA people have self-confidence issues, uh, so they link uh, their their personal access to sex uh, as their self-worth. as their confidence depends on it. Like, oh, I was able to pick up this girl, uh, and if I see her having sexual intercourse with somebody else, uh, that would uh, mean uh, I'm not that good as I think of myself. And I honestly saw something like this. So if this sounds like you, I would ask you why. You know, that's something that... uh, um, Look if you're, again, you're not in a committed, monogamous relationship, uh, I don't see why not maximizing your opportunities and your chances while having fun in the meanwhile. Mm, I don't see anything wrong with it. Again, it's not my thing. So I might sound hypocrite on this, but I don't know. Most of uh, PUA guys that I met have this uh, take-only mentality, that they think it will always limit uh, their social abilities in the scene. That they are just take, 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 take. Uh, Oh, actually I met the people uh, that organized this uh, um, play party. Oh, just take, take, take instead of, hey guys, how can I help you? Who should I bring? What is needed? Etc. You know? There's also a very nice quote uh, from the book uh, that is... uh, Basics of games still apply to the monogamy world. Strong masculine identity and strong social skill lead to good outcomes. At parties and clubs, a lot of guys try to get something for nothing by offering to swap with couples nowhere near their level. Usually they are declined. Occasionally, they do manage to swap value from another guy, but this is rare. Like I said before, most of guys uh, Lo and behold, they don't even bring up a girl to these events and they are just like trying to suck value out of people. I learned uh, uh, the trade to be a home in small clubs like that. Usually in Europe uh, there is not uh, such a thing, at least in many areas, uh, uh, BDSM dungeon, so it's always a small part uh, into a swingers club. Swinger is bigger in Europe than the US, I suppose. But again, so when you're there, I was starting to have couples asking me how you do this, how you do that, uh, how you bring ropes uh, in the scene, etc. I will always see the occasional random alone guy jumping from couple to couple uh, and uh, trying literally to suck value out of that. Um, it's funny because saying suck value, but again, in small clubs, uh, you see these on steroids uh, because there isn't many people. I would say if there is 20 people attending, uh, it's a lot. Um, when you get noticed, uh, you get invited to more uh, private parties. Uh, so usually are in fancy villas. Uh, and this guys happens everywhere. I've been invited in Bali. I've been invited in Tenerife. I've been invited in Italy this happens everywhere in pretty much everywhere there is a scene there is something like this happening but again the top levels are reserved for the top players okay nothing uh, unusual nothing new under the sun at these parties uh, this i'm always quoting uh, the red quest at parties uh, calibrate your game to the scenario players, for example, are used to pushing through maybe girls in order to get them into yes. This is typically a mistake at a party, where reputations are important and where a lot of chicks might be ambivalent. Ambivalence on a normal one-to-one date can be often overcome. In a club or a couple-to-couple meet, assuming anything other than hell yes is a no. Hold back more than push forward in the scene. And this is absolutely true because uh, especially in a lot of uh, um, the Western world uh, parties, uh, they're overly obsessed with verbal consent. uh, So you just doing your um, gimmicks, uh, your uh, keynote escalation letters uh, that are dominant, uh, they might actually get you in trouble. So I would recommend uh, that uh, you read only for very positive signs uh, or you actually go straight to the point uh, like you ask directly if they're interested in playing uh, because it's better to get rejected uh, in this case uh, but have the reputation of someone that is respectful uh, than uh, being rejected and having the reputation of someone that is a complete douche so again don't forget these are small communities once you get blacklisted uh, people uh, like to speak a lot about you know this guy here and there um there are dungeon monitors there is security at these events so don't act stupid okay like i know it's a little bit um uh, if you will be on a normal date you wouldn't ask to a girl hey can i touch you stuff like this you would just assume and do but this is exactly the opposite so acting over dominant uh, and things like this don't really help. Um, The book also progresses forwards into um, explaining the non-monogamous game, uh, which I recommend you give it a read uh, because there are certain things that uh, might actually be interesting uh, to read it uh, uh, to expand your horizons. A very important point, uh, uh, a quote uh, is: "These guys seem more like next-level pickup artists." Let that sink in. Sink in. Sorry. Why haven't pickup artists figured this out? It's more efficient uh, to sleep with girls this way than through cold approach online or the other methods most guys pursue. Um, Red quest, I wouldn't argue against. Um, uh, Online, because if you know how to use online, is a great tool. Also, to have people to go to these parties uh, to meet people from there. Like if you use Fat Life, Fat Life is uh, basically a Facebook for kinky people, guys. Uh, I would say, yeah, cold approach. Uh, you spend a lot of hours, uh, uh, night game. You you go out uh, and hours and hours. Uh, depends what you get out of it. I would say most of people, uh, they are like, uh, again, they feel like they are in possess, like, oh no, this is my girl. I picked her up, I seduced her. So if someone else uh, will sleep with her, I will actually feel like I'm losing value. So this is a very losing mindset because if what do you want is just to have as many sexual partners as possible, uh, um, I don't understand the benefit of thinking that way. Another point from the book, which is fundamental of everything in life, is location. Where you live matters. Like game itself, the quality and quantity of non-monogamous relationships will vary based on location. The bigger the city, the better the scene. New Yorks appear to have the best scene in the United States. I've met guys from all over the states. If you want game, New York is the place. Miami is still a night game and social city in my honest opinion. San Fran is a cesspool and LA is too scattered. I heard good things about Austin and Nashville but I've never been there so I can tell. Volume is your friend. And that is true. Volume is your friend. I just recorded a podcast last week and I hear plenty of guys. Dom, I cannot get the girls because I live in a small village. uh, I don't know, population 10,000 people. Like, If you want uh, to move to a city and have plenty of sexual opportunities, you need to move to a city where there is at least 800,000 people living in the municipality. Okay? At least uh so i was speaking with a guy if you live in spain uh, valencia madrid barcelona are the places to go malaga in summer uh also alicante in summer ibiza palma de mallorca but that's for tourists okay in winter is still the first three i told you in italy i will probably go uh, florence milan bologna roma Rimini in summer uh, it's a small party city but there's a ton of tourists for night game and uh, beach game uh, um and yeah everywhere else in Europe just find places that are over 800 people eight hundred thousand people and you should be fine volume is good i would say in, in Europe uh, the top three scenes uh, for Kinky are UK Germany and France uh, of course because the amount of people but also special uh, special guest spot for norway that's a very 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 kinky community and uh, in the it was funny like when i was in um, in riga latvia visiting saint robert he's a kinky day game coach huh? Uh, I visited uh, a BDSM dungeon so funny thing in a small city because Riga yeah is good quality but still small you have a BDSM dungeon so it was very funny to see that so location 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 matters absolutely and also matters absolutely that uh, you go give a read at this book uh, because I think it's uh, quite interesting Uh, Half of the book uh, is an explanation about this uh, non-monogamous world uh, and how it works and the rules of it. uh. The other half of the book uh, is a report uh, from the Red Quest about these experiences. uh. So I enjoyed the second part more than the first, uh, uh, also because, yeah, there was nothing new for me, but it was more seeing what another person uh, would approach, uh, was to this matter and of course when you read uh, someone else's life experiences is always hilarious so again guys link is in the description i would recommend you have a a read uh, even if you're not into this scene just to get an understanding of the things that are happening out there this was your friendly dom mario tubone here and uh, see you the next one guys